It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Good morning. I used the hashtag yesterday, hashtag technological dumpster fire, and feels like it should. Trend. We'll get some start today morning show T-shirts made about our technological dumpster fire any minute now. I just don't know what I'd do in my life if you didn't scream into my left ear. Good morning. It's just that I would like to hear out of it later in life. <clears throat> Maybe. I feel like I'm like. I'm trying to think of one occupation where sound would, like I'm a roadie. Like a roadie sound might be blown out by screaming. You are a roadie. You're a roadie in life. I am. Welcome. Of all the things you thought we'd talk about today, man, that is one way to start us off strong. That is. Uh, hey, guess what? We got to announce Target yesterday after all. Finally! Y'all! Yeah. We got to talk about Target. We are so excited. Hopefully you saw the announcement. We have um, a whole new exciting collection. We still got to be a little vague, but um, oh, yeah. our Start Today brand is hitting Target shelves throughout the U.S. in late December. Last so week of December. Last week of December, so it's just in time for your New Year's. It's going to be obviously some new covers, some new interiors, and some Start Today product you have never seen. Oh. Which makes me keep thinking of the line in Pretty Woman where she says, I've got moves you've never seen. Oh. That's like the Start Today brand right now. <laughs> it's got moves you haven't seen. The Start Today brand. Saying. A is reformed prostitute. What if people are watching with their kids? I'm, shoot. Uh, I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm I mean, sorry. I said pretty woman because we as adults know what that means, but I don't know that you got to spell it out for the babies at home. At this point, though, honestly, you probably shouldn't just for safety's sake because sometimes you do forget. I'm sorry. Man. I'm sorry. Man, bleep that out. Dang it. Bleep it out. Oh, my best friend's wedding. Oh, my man. My best friend's wedding. I love my best friend's Speaking wedding. Speaking of things from the past... I had one of the funniest conversations of my adult life the other day. I was, when I was speaking at Target, I was talking to the audience about like, what's your song? Like, what's the song from when you were a teenager that you just loved and people were shouting out different things. And it made me think of Jagged Little Pill. Alanis Morissette? Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. And I made a reference to Jagged Little Pill on stage. Because if you are of a certain age, you know Jagged Little Pill was a thing. Like It's like rain. Yes. I, what I said to the audience was raise your hand if you bought Jagged Little Pill on CD. On your wedding day. It's a free ride. When, when you've already, already paid. Anyway. Um, so when we, you know, the audience is like laughing. A lot of them are my age. They're like, yes, I remember. Alana spoke to my soul with her songs about Dave Coulier. It's fine. Pause. Pause. Hold on. Can we spend a second acknowledging that the like most crazy rip your heart out, I'm going to get you back sucker kind of song was about cut it out yeah. Dave Coulier it's guy from Full House? It's still shocking that he could make anyone feel that level of emotion. I thought that was going to be the biggest scandal to come out of Full House in the history of time. Was it? College scandal. Too soon. 
Anyway, go back to Jagged Little Pill. So we get done and we're walking out of the conference with our team, two of which are young women in their 20s. And one says to another, I don't even know, what is Jagged Little Pill? Like, is that a, what are they talking about? And I'm like, oh, I hate being reminded that there's an entire generation of people who have no idea never, what, like, like never these things heard. that we used to love. And then my, the, the, that wasn't even the funny part. The funny part was that one 20-something said to the other 20-something, I think it was like Halsey, like <laughs> Halsey for like people in their 30s. So it was like sort of angst, whatever. And I am like dying. Like what on earth that you are trying to describe what was this very important thing to us as if we are alien creatures that you do not understand. It's ironic. I mean, this really isn't the definition of ironic, but still, we'll go with it. Well, did you just act out Dive the Next Day? I did. Wow. Thank you. Oscar nomination. Thank you. We'll be submitting this to the Academy of Motion Picture Art Sciences and Morning Shows that nobody's talking about. That is absolutely true. Thank you very much. Speaking of morning shows that nobody's talking about, you got that ready, brother? Uh, As ready as I normally have it. Ladies and gentlemen. Sing along. Sing it if you know it. Dang it. Whenever you're ready. It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about. But if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start your day with Rach and Dave. Isn't it amazing? That we had the show and then Sarah at the Sarah Sunshine on Instagram was just like, hey, I made you guys a morning show theme song and it's adorable. And two years later or something, we're still here for it. it. Here for it. Oh, my goodness. What else? What else? What else? What's Halsey? LOL. Exactly right. I think it's like Alanis Morissette was for us, but like for modern day people, yes. Uh, Driving the kids to school this morning, we drove past this spot where we had a family fender bender at one point in time. And Ford mentions, I don't think I'm ever going to, like, I'll, I'll never, ever get that memory out of my mind. Like, he's convinced himself at seven that for the rest of his life, every single time that he wakes up in the morning, he's going to remember having been in a small fender bender where no one was injured and, a, and like, a bumper was dented. And I was, like... Man, what a blessing if that's the greatest problem that Ford carries in his life. Is well... one time that he got in a, in a fender bender. It's, well, the, I mean, here's the thing. It's 9-11. I want to acknowledge that it's 9-11. Absolutely. And, like... I was like against the backdrop of this precious, innocent brain of his Mm. thinking that the thing that he's going to remember for the rest of time was a no one was injured, small fender bender kind of thing that happened on a small country road made me think like, gosh, I wish I could just protect the innocence of you believing that this is going to be the thing at seven when you're 77, you're still going to be clinging to, I hope that Toyota Sienna is okay. Um... And it made me think of like my memory of 9-11. And I remember it's 18 years ago today. And I can still remember I woke up that morning. I was getting ready for my first 
day, my first, my first like real week of work at the Walt Disney Company. I'd started the week before. We had a sales meeting that day. And I woke up my roommate, who was notorious at the time for sleeping in until like noon because he was at the time employed as a video game player. Like he didn't have a job. He was just hanging out playing video games until the middle of the night. And I told him, hey, you got to get up. It's time to get up. And it was a season that like whole window of time was just like, there was this at first worry of what else could yeah. possibly happen. Like you thought you knew the worst things that could happen in the world. And then something happened that you or no one ever thought of. And all of a sudden it opened up your brain to wonder what else could possibly happen. And as the events of 18 years ago unfolded, I remember my like, worst case scenario brain going to the worst place. Like I didn't feel safe. Nobody I think felt safe that day. It was like, it was, it was just, it was terrible. But over the course then of the following days, over the course of the next six months, over the course of the next year, as I now 18 years later, think about my memory of 9-11 as much as I want to honor the lives that were lost. Almost 3000 lives were lost on a variety of sites the memory that I have now, and I think the legacy, hopefully, in a lot of ways of the events of 18 years ago was I can still remember crying at the first pitch at a Yankees playoff game mm. when the like patriotism for the country and the way that it brought the country together, like there was no division because we were a united country yeah. coming back from and showing the resilience of us as a people. There was so much for what it meant to be a first responder and the heroism of people running toward the building and running into the building. Yeah, and it's like that. Um, there's a great Mr. Rogers quote, which you can look up, which is he's telling the story about when he was a little boy that when something bad would happen, his mom would tell him, look at the helpers. Yeah. Like, don't look at the bad thing that happened. Look at all of the people who showed up to help others. And I do think that that is what I think of when I remember that day and everything that came after it. It was all of the people who showed up to help. It was how everyone rallied. It was, it was the patriotism. Because I remember, I think we all remember if you were here in the U.S., it was... It was very scary to go to any public place. You were scared to go to the airport. You were scared. I remember going to a Dodger game yeah. and being afraid because it was there was there was so much fear because nobody knew what to do. And I think even looking at, you know, what they've rebuilt in those in those in that space and how we've come back, that is the that is the legacy. Yeah. Um, but we are really mindful this morning of everybody in New York or people who are in New York at the time, those who lost loved ones, those for whom this day is still covered in grief. Um, and so appreciative of first responders and first responders family for, um, and military, um, and our mili military family and military spouses, because there was such a surge of military support after that happened. Yeah. I know so many people who joined military service after that happened. So just, um, and who went so to go and today. like fight in wars and, and, and have deployments because of as a response to in the aftermath of like just so many things. So anyway, um, if today ends up being a hard day for you, if today is one of those days like it comes around and it just really like shuts you down, knocks you down, like give yourself some grace. Today is a day for sure for reflecting on um, everything, the hard stuff. Um, but I hope that, too, you can see some of the, the good that came out of the like it was a catalyst for unifying this country. It stinks, honestly, to think that 
sometimes it's those terrible, hard, hard things that are the most catalyzing and bringing us together as a group, as a people. But uh, anyway, thinking thinking of um, anyone who was affected by the tragedy, certainly on a day like Yeah, I think the beauty, I was was rewriting our company values yesterday. We have a big leadership meeting today. And so I was redrafting the explanation of what our values are because we know as leaders and we talk about our values as a as a team and as a company but i wanted to make them a bit more um uh just a bit more conversational and not so you know my nightmare would be if we ever had a company that felt like very bureaucratic or political or corporate um and so i was rewriting them in my voice and how i would want to say the things that I was saying. And one of the things that we talked about was one of our, one of our company values is we choose joy. We choose joy. And that means a lot of different things to us, but ultimately um, we choose, would you like me to read? You didn't ask, but would you like me to to read read our company values? Yes. I want you to read them. I'm so proud of our company values. I haven't even presented these to our leadership team, so... If you're on the Hollis Company leadership team, could you log off Just, real quick? Yeah, We've I'm going to present this leadership later. meeting today, and I'd like this to be a surprise for y'all. And I would say, too, if you have a company or a small business, man, if you're a solopreneur, you should have core values. You should know what your values are as a person, as a leader, as a company, because these things matter. This is how you build culture. Uh, so this is something, by the way, we chose our core values when Dave and I started working together. We reworked what those values are, and we've been tweaking, tweaking, tweaking over time to get them right. And I feel like they're in a great place. But if you do decide to build your own kind of thing, by the way, if you're not in business and you you should have core values for your family. So anyway, here's here's what they are. We just read, we just as a as a leadership team read this book called Excellent Win, Excellence Wins as recommended by Rachel Hollis and the the one thing that came out of this that I we are implementing too is you not only have to have these values but you have to introduce them, reintroduce them to your team on such a regular basis over and over, that yeah. no one can have the excuse of I wasn't onboarded that way. That mm-hmm. wasn't in my orientation. I didn't learn that thing. So we talk about these things that you'll hear here every single week and sometimes every single day. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is what, this is what it says. Success at the Hollis Company. The Hollis Company is built around six core values. They are the foundations of our culture. It is imperative that you identify with and adopt these values to be a success here. The first, work hard, live well. We work hard, like really, really hard. We are high achievers who do what needs to be done to complete the task at hand. We aim for excellence. We all pitch in. We get dirty if necessary. We get the job done no matter what, but we strive to accomplish it during office hours. We believe in being present where your feet are. When we're at work, we crush it. We produce big needle moving results. When we're not at work, we live well, enjoy ourselves and reconnect with personal values. Which that's the first thing. By the way, we have unlimited vacation, so you come to work at our company, you want to take a day off, you take a day off. Yep. When you're working on the days that you haven't taken off, 
you're crushing. You're yeah. working extraordinarily hard, but you know that you have the latitude to take the kind of time that you need to be present with your family, to, to dive into and indulge in self-care, all the things that allow you to do the really, really good work that we need you to do when you come to work. Second thing, you can sit with us. Yo. We are fanatical about inclusion in both our company and our community. We are a culture of kind to everyone and friends with anyone. We are obsessed with creating opportunities and experiences for the marginalized. We strive to be an organization filled with people who are more different than alike. We believe that you can't serve a diverse world if your organization isn't a microcosm of that diversity. Come on. <clears throat> Third thing, better than yesterday. We are growth-minded. We believe that our only competition is who we were yesterday. We are self-aware. We are open to feedback. We geek out over personal development and vision boards and signing up for your first 10K. We celebrate our milestones and cheerlead our team as they work toward their own. We are self-starters, lifelong learners, and strive for candid and constructive real-time feedback in order to learn and grow. It's good. Fourth, plan to succeed. We are intentional. We focus on results, not to-dos. We are clear in our expectations. We anticipate. We think before we act. We plan before we execute. We believe that you can achieve anything if you are focused, hardworking, and have a roadmap. Be intentional. We are servant leaders. We are giving. We believe that to whom much is given, much is expected. We believe that the mantle of leadership comes with immense responsibility. We believe in asking, how can I help? We believe in showing up for others with our hands, our hearts, and our finances. We give 10% of the company profit away in service of those who need it. We set the standard for what it means to show up well for others. We choose joy every freaking day. Yes, it says that in our manual. <laughs> every freaking day. We choose a positive outlook. We choose to ground ourselves in gratitude. We want to work in an environment with amazing energy, the kind you can feel when you walk through the door. We understand that we must make manifest that feeling within ourselves before we can fill the walls of our office with it. So we choose laughter and happiness and dancing and smiles, not because we believe life is always easy or fun, but because we know that even amongst the darkness, we can create our own light. That is a good word. <laughs> so here's the interesting thing, too. And by the way, everyone's like, are you hiring? We are. We're always hiring. Oh, yeah, we're hiring. We have seven open heads in real time. Listen, the, the great thing about having a set of core values, company values, yep, you get to rally the team to make sure that you're always charging toward that North Star, but also... It is a vehicle for giving people feedback performance-wise. If someone has decided that they are not going to show up in a positive, joyful spirit, you get to give them feedback against that. If they aren't reaching for personal development or growth, you get to give them feedback against that. And when you're hiring, 
when you have a potential person come through and you ask them a question like, what personal development book are you currently reading? What was the last conference you attended? If they give you an answer that is like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know. I don't read. I don't read, yeah, I don't read for you know, growing. Then you know that you probably don't have a person who fits that better tomorrow standard that you want on your team. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Latin times. America target mom. We need products in Spanish. Absolutely. I'm here for that. On it. Um, someone just asked, is that a rock shirt? Yes, it is. That is a rock shirt. Hardest worker in the room. The rock's my favorite. If you don't know that about me. That is a rock shirt. Um, sound off. Five minutes. One, One, two. two. Sound off. Three, four. Three, four. Who has done their start today morning work? Give us a heart or a thumbs up if you have already done your start today work. Um, if you do not know what we're talking about, go listen to episode 72 of the Rise Podcast. It'll give you all the ideas. You can do this daily practice of gratitude and intentional goal setting. It's called the Start Today Journal. This is called the Start Today Show. It's Yo. all about starting your day with intention and focus. Uh, so you can go listen to that episode and do the practice for free. Or if you want a journal, head over to theholliscode.com. Go to our shop and sorry, I almost like punched you in the face. Got stabbed in the face by a start Um, today journal. Also, did you sign up for last ninety days? Listen to me. Last year, we didn't make you guys sign up if you had already been a part of it. This year, you have to because we're trying not to annoy people who don't want to be part of the challenge. It is a community-wide challenge. It is totally free. It is about living the last 90 days of the year as intentionally as you tend to start the first 30. You sign up for the email list every Monday. Is it every Monday you get an email? I think every Monday you get an email because it's every week there's a new theme. So every Monday you get an email with the theme of the week, some work that you can do to unpack it. It's themes like goal setting and health and fitness and relationships and gratitude and different things that will help carry us through the new year. Mindset, motivation, the opinions of other people, Instead of kind of like crashing and burning into the end of December because you're like, oh, I'll just restart in January. We're like, no, no, there's no such thing as a restart. This is your one precious life. Stop throwing away months of it. What if you actually spent the last few months of the year as as an onboarding ramp for 2020. Here's it's the good free. news. I like, checked yesterday, 72,000 people, 72,000 people on September 10th had already signed up. Yeah. 20 more days until we start the challenge. I am throwing out a personal challenge to this community. We want to get over a half million people. So we got yeah. 423,000 people. That's not even the math or so to go. Sign up right now. It is 100% free. Tell your team. Post it on social. It is not, this is not, we're not going to sell you anything. It's not, it's just, why wouldn't we challenge ourselves in this way? If you hang out with us every day, man, get a group together. Here's the thing. I've talked about this before, but it's worth saying right now. I don't need one more fan. We don't need one more person logging in to watch us here or liking our photos on Instagram. We're not trying to create a fan culture. We are trying to create a leadership culture. If you are watching this right now, that means that you are taking information in that you could then disseminate to the people in your community. Do you have a partner? Do you have children? Do you have small group, friends, small group, work. people in your downline, your coworkers, like the other teachers at school, the other military wives? Like, what does it look like to get a group of people together and challenge yourself? We as a company at Hollis Co., everybody's doing it. We're all challenging each other so that we can hold each other accountable. Anyway, hollisco.com forward slash last 90 days.
nine zero. last nine zero days. You sign up, you immediately get an email saying like, yay, you're in. Also, here's a discount code if you wanna get your journal, because we do have a last 90 days journal. If you wanna do it, you don't have to. Otherwise, what are you waiting for? What it is the last three minutes of this for? episode. Let's go. What are your questions, Let's friends? Let's go. What is your question? What's up, Wade King? I see you there. Where? I don't see Wade. Look, he's right there. He said, oh, there let's he go. Is. Come on, Wade. We have Wade and his wife on know, our I'm podcast excited. here in a second. Whose I'm excited. idea was that? That was Ray Ray Hollis's idea, and I'm down for Thank it. Thank you. What food group are you guys giving up? I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out. We're, we're I do the same thing every year. Three years in a row I've tried carbs, but then I had to get more specific and have a specific carb because on like the 70th day, the idea of having a uh, carbless life makes yeah. me sad. Yeah. So you it, can't it might give be up carbs for the last 90 bread. days. What about the holiday? Come on. Uh, do you hire remotely? We don't. Um, we love that lots of companies do that, but because our culture at work is such an energy thing about who's in the room. Uh, we we only have people who live in Austin, Texas. <clears throat> um, do I work on the Start Today journal? Do I work out or Start Today journal first in the morning? So I do Start Today journal and then I work out. But they both happen before 6.30. I do Start Today journal and then I work out. But that's because the first thing I do when I get up. Little Someone prayer, just, little yeah. Start Today journal. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Someone just asked... Do you have a, lead, a program for leaders? Um, my best advice to you would be um, Rise Business Conference, if that's something that you can swing. We're doing a business conference for small business owners, leaders in organizations, people who are building a personal brand, influencers. All of that is happening November 7th through the 9th in Charleston. You can find out more information at thehollisco.com. But that is where we are taught. It's a three-day business conference. So we're talking about all the things. How do you grow from past mistakes? What are the processes that you need? How do you grow as a leader? How do you scale your business? How do you increase your revenue? Lower overhead. All the things. Hollisco.com. Someone asked, what is the last 90 days? Just uh, again, real quick. We are going to finish this year, the last three months of the year, as strong as people tend to come into the first part of a new year and have that momentum bring us into 2020 in a way that we've never started a year before. And we do it with five things, the five to thrive, get up an hour early and dedicate time to a thing that you want to do before the chaos of your life interrupts it. Drink half your weight and bot half your body weight in ounces of water every single day. You give up one category of food really to show yourself that you can make and keep a promise to yourself. You move your body every single day for 30 minutes and you focus on gratitude every single day. 10 things, as much as we have five prompts on the on the journal, I do yeah. 10 things during last 90 days. 10 things that I'm grateful for every mm -hmm. single day. Uh, Dave, you forgot to oh, tell them what you bought. I did forget to tomorrow. tell them. Tomorrow. The tomorrow, the tees. Tomorrow, because oh. it's, it's really going to be funny, but the you have tees. to wear it. I have to, I have to wear awful. it. It's so ridiculous. It's so funny. I will bring it tomorrow. Um, I apologize for the, t like, it's like a double radio tease, but tomorrow uh, we'll do it. Someone just said um, they need a screenshot so that they can post today's episode on social. So let's give them a screenshot. One, two, three. Hold on. I wanted to do this for my screenshot. <laughs> that's why we're number one in our time slot oh my gosh that's why <laughs> listen the suspense someone said it's it's not gonna be oh that good. the letdown it's it, not gonna be that if good. you want to be let down 
Tune in tomorrow and uh, have the story that you were hoping to be awesome be just me talking about something that I got that I shouldn't have. All right, one more question. Do you journal about the day before? So when I do my gratitude, I do something that happened within the last 24 hours. And just for you know, for those of you, because I get a lot of questions about this with the gratitude practice, these are not supposed to be big things. You're not supposed to write down my marriage, my kids, my... You are supposed to be very thoughtful. It only takes a few minutes. Very thoughtful about something that happened, something small. A great cup of coffee, a beautiful sunrise. I wrote down this morning that I was happy for the soy sauce that I poured on my chicken and rice last night because that taste makes me happy. It's ridiculous, but I was like, I woke up this morning like, what am I grateful for? And I was like, God, I really liked dinner last night. Instead of saying dinner, I'm going to be specific and say soy sauce. So... Thank you, soy sauce. But the idea is that if you if you have to look for things that happen within the last 24 hours, these little moments of, of joy, right? You will spend your day on the lookout for these tiny, precious things. And when you're on the lookout for these tiny, precious things, your whole day feels more abundant. You're in a posture of Absolutely. like, wow, there's so many things that I can be grateful for. Um, Let's see. Um... Let's see. What are you What are you looking for there, Boo? Uh, I'm just well. I d- I was just trying to look for one more question that was different than what um we have gotten so far. Dante gets up at three forty five already and wants to know what do you suggest for the get up an hour earlier part? Do don't not be d- no, no. She's not. No, I don't think that that she suggests. She's saying like, is there a substitute? No. Yeah. If you can find an hour late, well, are you getting up at three forty five because you got to be at work at like four thirty, or are you getting up at three forty five because you're already using time for yourself? Yeah. The whole point of the getting up early is that you would find an hour just to devote to yourself. So if you can't do it early in the morning, could you do it in the afternoon? Could you do it in the evening? Like we get this a lot. A lot of new moms will be like, "My baby's six weeks old. How do I get up an hour early?" We're like. What? Yeah. No. Also, can I just say... You can say anything. I am sarcastic. I say things like, don't be dumb. I say things like... <sighs> I say all that. And like every once in a while, I meet a person that just doesn't get my humor and do- isn't a sarcastic person. And they're like... Were you going to say the thing about the team meeting yesterday? No. <laughs> no, because I don't. Just in case someone's watching. But oh, I just... So, so... I don't... Like, I just am a little... It's like, you know, Jen Hatmaker always says, like, there are sweet families and spicy families. There's, like, sweet, like, oh, sister dear, can I help you make those waffles? We're and not them. We're not them. No. We're sarcastic. Our kids are the most sarcastic little kids you ever met in your life. That's our... Sarcasm is like a love language for us. Yeah. So it's probably, I never, please don't take me seriously. And if, if me saying you're dumb offends you, then that, that's, it's okay. We're maybe just, we aren't meant to be. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. All right, guys. Have a fantastic day. Have a great day today. I gotta go take a shower. Go take a shower. I didn't want to say it, but you need to take a shower. I know. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. 